What if you could change your whole financial world in 10 minutes? And I mean dramatically change it. Save a couple of hundred dollars a month up to a thousand dollars a month. Well, you might be able to do that with American financing. I want you to call them. Take 10 minutes and just see if they can't, you know, look at your situation and find some options that will save you a buttload of money. They're really good at it. They should be. They're, they've been at it helping people just like you for over 20 years. If you have high interest credit card debt, they can help you get out of it. They can refinance it at a much lower rate. You know, it's better to pay 5% than 25% on your credit cards. And don't think that won't happen. Um, even uh, can help you just raise your credit score. They can get you maybe a fixed mortgage. That's really important. Wish we would have done that, you know, as a country. American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. It is Friday, which means Bill O'Reilly and the biggest news stories of the week in 60 seconds. I've been telling you about the Tunnel to to Towers Foundation for a while now. Honestly, they keep outdoing themselves. In Land O'Lakes, Florida, I don't know if you've even heard of this, they are now building their Do Good Village. There was a massive donation of acres and acres and acres of land from people just like you. And so they're building now a community of 110 homes for the program recipients. This means families of cops that have been shot in the line of duty or firemen that have lost their lives fighting uh, fires or Gold Star families, families of catastrophically injured first responders and service members. All of these people can get a mortgage-free house and be part of this community. Their children growing up together, playing together, healing together. You have to really look at which, you know, when you look at your charitable dollars, which uh, charity gives the most to the people that you're concerned about. I want you to do your own homework on uh, Tunnel to Towers. They are fantastic. Donate 11 bucks a month to Tunnel to Towers and be part of this movement. T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. Mr. Bill O'Reilly. The biggest story of the week, sir. I think Biden uh, saying that Armageddon uh, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of big, right? Yeah, I think that's kind of big. That would be big yeah. if Armageddon. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, kind of kind of huge. Kind of huge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think I'm going to buy that Ferrari over the weekend. Um, yeah. Don't have to worry about paying for it for long. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> 
Um, you know, 60 years ago, Beck, I know you're a student of history, uh, John F. Kennedy was uh, yeah. telling the nation to build fallout shelters. Yeah, you this know? month. Yeah, you might want to dig a little hole in the backyard so you and the fam can get in there uh, after the big one hits. Um and Kennedy was dead serious because that thing was uh, hurtling out of control as the Soviet Union, Nikita Khrushchev, wanted to move uh, intercontinental missiles to Havana. And then, uh, you know, we said, that's nah, not going to happen. And so uh, the confrontation on the high seas uh, was in motion, and the Soviet Union pulled back. Okay, so wait, now, so wait, 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 wait. Let yeah. me compare that and, and ask you a specific uh, comparison question. I believe Khrushchev was uh, was bluffing. He wouldn't have pushed the button, and Kennedy didn't want him to push the button. But if there was a war, each of them would have fought it. But they didn't want to fight that war, so it was just right up to the brink, which one's going to blink. Yeah, and that's what Khrushchev did. Right. Do you believe um, that the same can be said about Biden and Putin? No, because I think Putin is mentally ill. So Khrushchev, I was a ruthless dictator, but I didn't, there is no evidence he was mentally ill. I think Putin is mentally ill, and that's the wild card here. But it does no good for anyone to have the president of the United States going, well, you know, on Thursday it might be Armageddon. That doesn't do anyone any good, right? It creates panic, unhappiness, angst, whatever word you want to use, and it empowers Putin. So, oh, look at this. I got them all scared over there. That's, you know, what goes through that little jerk's mind. So, you know, Kennedy, you just said Kennedy said you might want to start building some fallout shelters. And everyone was aware of how high the stakes were. I don't think we are. I don't think that uh, people believe that the stakes are this high, that we are in that position, even though the government. And I don't know if you saw this. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services uh, did a press release. They purchased $300 million of a acute radiation sickness medication. This is not iodine pills. This is these are, you know, bags of medicine for IV that have to be kept in refrigeration and they expire in 18 months. We just bought for the very first time $300 million worth of these IV bags. They expire in that. 18 months. What do you think yeah, that is? I, I saw that. I don't, you know, look, okay, uh, it's a little preventive medicine there. Uh, we're not going to get it, by the way, Beck, you and me. We're not getting it. I mean, those would be for the uh, favored few. But you have to look at this as a geopolitical uh, chess game. And so Biden, by saying Armageddon, empowers Putin. That's not what you want to do. You don't want to do anything here. You want to let Putin go down. He is. He's going down. All right. And you don't want to be inject yourself into his demise. Now, is there a chance that Putin would uh, launch a low level nuke in Ukraine? Yeah, there's a chance. It's not a good chance because I believe that his army would overthrow him. Yes. If he tried to do that. And what people don't understand is that U.S. intelligence, we're talking to those Russian generals now. All right. We, we have good intel out of Russia. And if you read Killing the Killer is my book, 
Um, I, I explain how it's, these guys can't do this in secret. So if Vlad gets up one morning and goes, okay, uh, we're going to uh, launch a nuke at Kiev, he can't just do that. It ha- there's a series of steps that have to be taken, and the U.S. would know that almost immediately. Yeah, and they're, so they're, they're, if, if I'm not mistaken, Bill, and you might know this, I don't know, but uh, if I'm not mistaken, their uh, missile launching system is much more complicated than ours. It it. You know, the president and uh, one person, I think, at the White House uh, has to OK or the uh, the uh, head of the Defense Department or something has to OK it and then they could flip it. But they, I believe, have to go through generals, do they not? Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not an expert at internal Soviet military matters, but I do know through the research for killing the killers that in order to do that kind of an offensive gesture, use a nuclear weapon, you there are a number of steps that you have to take. I mean, he'd have to consult with the Duma. OK, I mean, he just can't do it. So what Biden and the mistake that Biden always makes is he doesn't understand the big picture. He just doesn't. And he blurts stuff out. I can't imagine Klain or Rice telling him, hey, why don't you just spook everybody and, and say Armageddon might happen? I can't imagine that. All right. I mean, because it doesn't fit into any uh, positive for the Democratic Party to do that. So it's probably he heard something somewhere in a briefing. This is Biden because he gets an intel briefing every morning. Sometimes he did, he sleeps through it. He doesn't get up in time. But it's scheduled where the intel people come in and they're telling him what's happening in Russia and, and what's happening in Ukraine. And he's probably heard something and then he just blurts it out. This is guest educated speculation on my part, but I don't think I'm wrong. So are we headed there? No, you you can't do that. Headed there, you're dealing with an emotionally disturbed individual, Putin, who does have power. Okay, that's true. But Putin is constrained by China. You think China wants a a nuke launched? You think China's going to play into that? No. No, but you could make the case that... If Russia and America destroyed themselves, they could be there for the rebuild. And, well, uh, what, whatever, the, whatever it is, if there's a nuke launched, the whole world economy crashes. Yeah, true. Okay? True. Everybody knows that. And, you know, Putin signs his death warrant. If he would ever do that, then, you know, the USA and China could band together and assassinate the man. I mean, that would happen. You just can't, you know, it's not just going to happen. You can't just do that with no blowback. And Putin, as mentally ill as I believe he is, he doesn't want to die. He doesn't have a death wish. All right. He's still got enough toys and stuff that keep him occupied. But the big story, when you ask me, it's the big story of the week, is that the reaction from Biden is not smart. Is anybody surprised? No. Um, all right. So let me switch subjects because I, I agree with you. That's the big story of the week. The second biggest, I think, is the attack of the FBI, where the FBI is going after pro-lifers now. Oh, and also that the HHS has just funneled $750,000 to an abortion activist uh, group. So we're 
our tax dollars are now going to support abortion activists while the government is rounding up, you know, 84 year old grandmas and threatening them with 11 years in prison. You know, this story is ill-defined for me. There are federal laws, as you know, that you cannot do certain things in front of abortion clinics. These people clearly broke the law. Mm, uh, no, they, it, they had a misdemeanor. It was it was judged. All right, all right, whether it's the misdemeanor yeah. or whatever it may be, I'm, I'm not there. I don't know. I haven't seen a complaint. Um, is it an overreaction? Of course it is. And it's an overreaction to put the abortion issue in front of the American people again before the midterm elections. That's why these things happen. That's why the raid at Mar-a-Lago, that's why uh, the abortion thing, it's all about politics. Democrats believe they're going to get waxed, and they will. Um, And so what do we have? We got Trump, we got abortion. We don't have anything else. Here's the best uh, stat of the week I can give you and Stu. Is Stu there or is he asleep? I'm I'm both here and asleep, Bill. Okay, good. Um, There are hundreds of Democrats running for national office this November. Hundreds. Not one has asked Joe Biden to campaign for him or her. Can I use those pronouns? (laughs) (laughs) Not one. That, that is beyond stunning. You'd think somewhere, Silicon Valley, L.A., the mayor of L.A. running, you'd think somewhere. Hey, Joe, could you just stop by and say a few kind words about me? No. No one. What does that tell you? He's not popular. <laughs> He's not popular. Radioactive, pardon the pun. Yeah radioactive so the democratic party knows this i i I love nancy pelosi going on colbert i mean i think uh, colbert is her adopted son by the way not many Mm -hmm. people know that i think uh, is anybody even watching colbert anymore no nobody watches but they get it gets out on the internet uh, the stuff gets out on the right. internet, and uh, and there's Nancy. Oh, we're gonna win. We'll hold the house, and then I'll go and get that little Dorothy and Toto. Um, <laughs> and he's just sitting there going, "No, you're not. <laughs> you and that's it for you, Nancy, baby. That's it. You're through. You won't run again. You'll go back to San Francisco and lie in the gutter with all the other people." Did you see that uh, Biden, again, trying to buy votes, uh, he uh, pardoned everybody in federal prison who, you know, was caught with uh, with uh, marijuana. marijuana. But yeah. there there's nobody in federal prison for That's that. Right, nobody. Nobody. But there are 6,000 people over the past 50 years who were uh, convicted of possession in a federal court. 6,000 over 50 years. Okay. Now, why were those people, were they just smoking pot behind the shed? No, they pleaded down. They were dealers and they pleaded down to possession. Okay. <laughs> people don't know this. So their Biden goes, well, you know, I'm going to just pardon all of them. Well, I don't care. I mean, you know, fine. Let them pardon them. Um, doesn't <laughs> matter to me. No, doesn't matter to the country. There's nobody there to pardon. There's nobody no, there. It doesn't matter. Joe thinks he's doing something noble. 
And, you no, know, I think go. Joe is trying to buy voters and dupe voters. Somebody, this is not his idea. Somebody came up and said this to him so he can look like he's actually helping some people in prison when it's not going to affect a soul in prison. No. I mean, this is a younger voter play. The yeah. stoners uh, out there oh, all vote for Biden. He's not going to. Well, he likes pot. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. I'm voting ben, for that dude. Back I'm with gonna... <laughs> uh, more of Bill O'Reilly in a second. Ren wrote in about her dog's experience with Rough Greens. She said, uh, ever since we started moving Rough Greens into Piper's food, she always finishes her meal. Same with Uno. I, I mean, he wouldn't eat ever and he licks the bowl clean now she loves the product so much we noticed that since she started her fur is fuller softer brighter and just beautiful thank you so much rough greens ren thank you for listening thanks for trying rough greens it's not a dog food it's a supplement developed by naturopathic dr dennis black and you put it on the dog's food and it has minerals probiotics antioxidants full of vitamins everything if it's healthy for your dog it's most likely in rough greens the folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it that they have a special deal for you. Just go to roughgreens.com slash back. They're going to give you a first trial bag free. This is just to see if your dog will eat it and like it as much as Uno does. If they do, then get a full bag of Rough Greens and watch the difference over the months in your dog. Roughgreens.com slash back. R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back or call 833-GLEN33. Roughgreens.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Uh, all right, Bill, let's talk a little bit about politics. Okay, Beck, give me a minute at the end for killer, uh, for yeah, legends, yeah. please. Yeah. Um, okay, politics here, I'm ready. Okay, we could start with Stacey Abrams, or you can go to, I mean, I made a list this morning of, the top three races that, to me, are the most important races because of what they say. For instance, Mike Lee is on this list. They are running a CIA agent who is trying to make Mike Lee and the press in Utah making Mike Lee into a radical. He's the furthest thing from a radical. Um, yeah, but he's going to win, Mick, so uh, what do you care? Well, uh, some polls show that it's a tight race. Nah, no, no, Beck. Okay. One out of races, and I'll tell you who's going to win. All right? Fetterman. Let's make it easy for everybody. Fetterman. Uh, I think Oz will beat Fetterman unless there is corruption in Philadelphia, which is possible. The only way Fetterman wins is if the Democratic machine in Philadelphia mobilizes uh, voters there to the level of the 2000. Uh, 20 presidential election, which is almost unheard of. No, okay? it, it would be unheard of. So you right. said you said you'd make it easy, and then you gave an exception. So either way that it works, you still. Yeah, win. I mean, I, I have to do that because I just I have to explain so people understand my madness. Carrie Lake. <laughs> what was that? What was Carrie Lake, governor of uh, Arizona? Uh, I think she might lose. Uh, no. Arizona's really turned blue, and. Uh, it looks like Kelly's going to win. Um, no, 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 no. Well, Kelly is running against uh, Masters. Yeah, he's uh, uh, Masters. Yeah. You're saying no, no, both. no. I know that. But if Kelly wins, that brings more votes to the uh, Democratic gubernatorial guy. Mm. Um, so if I had to bet, I'd say that the Democrats will win, which is just stunning. 
when you look at the state of Arizona on the border and the economy. So what happened um, to the idea? Because uh, inflation is the worst in the country in Arizona. Right. Yeah. What happened I, I to mean, the I, people vote with their pocketbook? I, I, I just don't know. It's a heavily Hispanic state. And I could be wrong because the Hispanics are very hardworking people, generally speaking, and they may have had enough. Um, but Kelly is popular there, personally popular. And Lake, I, I don't know if she's got enough to override the Kelly mm. vote. I disagree on both of those, but we'll see. Okay, we'll, well, we'll, we'll be back yeah, in we'll November, see. right? Uh, Herschel Walker. Done. Wow. Latest poll, he's down 11 points. Yeah, and, and yeah. look, you can't, what you have to do when somebody accuses you of something that heinous, promoting pro-life and then paying for an abortion, you have to either say, yes, I did it because I was a confused young man at the time and I didn't really understand it, or no, I did not do it and I'm suing the butt off of the Daily Beast. One or the other. You can't equivocate. He goes on Hannity. He says he didn't do it. But now he's not suing, and so nobody's believing him. And he did say he was going to sue. You know, why would voters... I wouldn't vote for him if I were down there. And and the other guy, Warnock, is the worst. Yeah. I wouldn't vote for either of them. I'm not going to vote for Warnock, but I mean, you can't vote for a guy like... He's going to lie to your face. I don't think he's. I, I honestly don't think he's lying. Um, oh, if, but Beck, if that's true, and I hope it is, I think he needs to be afforded due process. Walker, I hope it is. Yeah. Then you got to come up, or Walker's campaign's got to come up with some persuasion mechanism to get. I don't know, to Bill. People. It's the Daily Beast. Uh, you know, I just don't trust the Daily Beast. Oh There's... no, no. I mean, that's the worst. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> I mean, no. And, I, and I know say... the only thing worse than the Daily Beast is Warnock. So, <laughs> but if, but, I vote but for if Walker. That's not, Beck, if that's not true, he could file a hundred million dollar lawsuit, and that's yeah. Barry Diller. Yeah. Okay. Right. Sure. I uh, I still vote for. I still vote against. Uh, uh, Warnock myself okay Bill O'Reilly hang on I want to talk about your new book I forgot to give you the minute so I'm going to give it to you on the other side of the break more with Bill O'Reilly in just a second stand by Sarah the Glenn Beck program I want you to start the clock he gets one minute that's what he asked for one minute (laughs) All right, let's be honest. Your phone spends most of its time costing you money from the phone service itself to all the crap you buy online when you're bored, uh, all the time you just waste. The phone basically burning a hole in your soul. But what if it didn't have to be that way? What if there was something you could put on your phone that would save you instead of cost? Upside is an amazing app that will save you money on gas, groceries, dining out. Tanya has it on her phone. Stu's wife has it on hers. They're always, you know, it's like my grandma clipping coupons, except it's more sophisticated now. Um, You'll automatically get 25 cents back or more for every gallon on your first tank of gas. And from there, you just find an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside, check in at the business. And when you pay, they get uh, when you pay, they pay you. 
It's easy. It's Upside. Download the free Upside app right now and use the promo code BECK. You'll get 25 cents or more back for every gallon on your first tank gas. 25 cents or, or more on every gallon. Use the promo code BECK. Download the app now. It's Upside. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the place to go to subscribe to Blaze TV. More with Bill O'Reilly coming up. Mr. Bill O'Reilly, Mr. Bill O'Reilly, welcome back to the uh, program. Uh, how'd your book do this week? This is the first week, wasn't it? Or yeah, it, it did you know, 100,000 copies uh, we sold, which is, you know, pretty good for anybody and uh but but here's what's interesting about uh the book is killing the legends a lethal dangerous celebrity amazon.com is the main bookseller now in the country and if you buy a book from them or you're just gonna cruise around and look for books they have reviews that people who uh buy the book and, and some of them don't some of them just don't read the book and they don't like the person and so they trash them but killing the legends has had the highest positive review 87 percent back 87 percent the only one of my books this is the 12th killing book was jesus killing jesus the only one that had a higher uh reader um positive response and you really can't criticize jesus that's hard you don't want to get into that area. So I'm, I'm looking at it, and I'm going, 87% of the people... Hang on just a second. We, we were going to give him one minute. I, I, can you start a timer? I, I didn't know he's that. Already... I thought you had a little time to fill Go here. Go ahead. Go ahead. Beck, Go ahead. come on. <laughs> come on. <laughs> what am I, a captain of hook? With the little thing going back and forth there? All right, all right, all right. So everybody loved the book. Give me the give me the, the main thing that people are saying about it. Look, I'm not going to give you that. I'm going to give something that you're going to be interested in, okay? Um, I'll be the judge. So we're going to be eclipsed next week by the hate Trump book that the New York Times reporter Haberman wrote. Okay, that book is going to open at one everywhere. Why would Donald Trump and you I'm asking you, Beck. Why would Donald Trump give three interviews to Haberman when for six years, every single day she's tried to hurt him? Wait a minute. You are the guy who wrote the book about Donald Trump. You're the Trump whisperer. I'm asking you, Beck. I'm asking you. I don't know. If somebody I, hurts you every day for six years. Would you give? No, them I would not. But I think that you know are going to help sell that book. No, would you do that? No. Okay. The reason he did it, Donald Trump, is he's addicted to fame. He has to be in the spotlight, even if they're hammering him. And it ties right into what I've written in Killing the Legends. This fame thing will destroy Will destroy people. you. It's, if fame and fortune is battery acid to the soul. It just is. It, it can get a hold of you. And uh, you, you, I mean, you, sometimes you just don't see it coming. And it will change you. It will change you. Excellent right. analysis, Beck. Thank right. you very much you for everything. You got it. What was that rate? What did you say it was rated again, your book on Amazon? 87% excellent. 87. That is amazing. Because I'm looking at uh, 
The Great Reset, which is also on Amazon, and it's, uh, wow, 88%. (laughs) I'd question his fact-checking on that. Uh, Look at it, 88%, five stars. Uh, All right, brother. God bless you, man. Thank you. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. We can get bills down to 86 at least. Uh, Can we go back to the poll of Herschel Walker? Yeah, you mentioned this, and I think it's important to note. um, There is a poll that came out uh, just the other day. Um, that has Warnock up by 12 in Georgia. And you say, oh my gosh, this scandal is burning uh, Herschel Walker. And I think that's been the reaction uh, to this. But in reality, this poll is a, a real outlier in the race. The last uh, f- several polls were Warnock plus four, Warnock plus two, tie, Warnock plus two. So that's really where the race is. Okay, a good, slight good, lead good, Warnock. Good. Um, and this race, uh, this poll came out before the scandal. This was taken the eleven point, the, yeah, the twelve point. Holy poll cow! Finished uh, asking people who they'd vote for before the scandal broke. So it's really important to uh, to understand that that was not it's not not a reaction poll. There was another poll that came out more recently that has Warnock up three. It's still within the margin of error. So still within the margin of error. I mean, I think you could fairly say that probably Warnock has a slight lead leading into the scandal. Now, if we see polling next week that shows. Uh, Herschel Walker uh, down by 8, 10, 12 points. I don't think so. Then you can really say that there's been an impact here. I, I, I'd be surprised if there's an impact that that, yeah. that is that large. Yeah. Um, I think people have priced in that Herschel Walker has had problems in his past. I don't know that people believe this report. I think more damaging than the report, which again comes from the Daily Beast. Why, you know, why would you listen you know, to it? Uh, more, more damaging is his son, right? His son, yeah. who is a, a conservative influencer coming out and... and Criticizing him is more impactful if there's going to be an impact. So uh, Stacey Abrams has recently said that she has she's never said that she, you know, that the race was stolen and that she, you know, that she won. In fact, we have that audio clip from her saying that. Will you commit to conceding if you do not win more votes than Governor Kent? I have always acknowledged the outcome of elections. And what is deeply concerning to me is the conflation of access to the right to vote and the outcome of elections. I've never challenged the outcome of the election. In my speech on, on November 16th, I clearly stated that he was the victor. And any time I've discussed the outcome, it has always been in the context of what we were able to generate among voters who are used to not being considered a part of the process. Huh. Hmm. That's uh, that's interesting, because hmm. uh, could we roll the tape, please, on Stacey Abrams? I have never denied the outcome. Then I do have one very affirmative statement to make. We won. But I didn't lose. I got the votes. But we won't know exactly how many because of how they cheated. I did win my election. I just didn't get to have the job. We were robbed of an election. Using the word rigged, using the word steal, do you think it's dangerous going into 2020? I I don't, because we can actually back it up. And so in response to what I believe was a stolen election, I'm not saying they stole it from me, they stole it from the voters of Georgia. I spent the the interim 10 days between the election and my non-concession day, as we call it, In fact, someone outside asked if I'm ever going to concede. The answer is no. It was not a free and fair election. I think the election was stolen from the people of Georgia. I believe it was stolen from the voters. I just said it can't happen again. Thousands of Georgians had their voices stolen because they were not able to cast ballots. And they cannot be guaranteed that their votes will be counted in 2020 if we don't do this right. I said that the election was stolen from the Georgia voters. If it looks like it's cheating, it probably is. 
If it looks like it's rigged, it probably is. The process that took place during the legislative cycle was one that did not countenance and did not pay attention to the deep and real concerns of those who watched this election be stolen in the state of Georgia. It was stolen from the voters of Georgia. We do not know what they would have done because not every eligible Georgian was permitted to participate fully in the election. That sounds like she's she's denying uh the, uh, but only those several thousand times that you just yeah, heard. It, I mean, could you play her her latest statement on what she said? The last one, one again, more time. No, the, the first the, one the again. The first one, yeah. Mm-hmm. Will you commit to conceding if you do not win more votes than Governor Kent? I have always acknowledged the outcome of elections. And oh, she's not what saying is yes. deeply concerning to me is the conflation of access to the right to vote and the outcome of elections. I have never challenged the outcome of the election in my speech on on november 16th i clearly stated that non-concession speech anytime i've discussed the outcome it has always been in the context of what we were able to generate among voters who are used to not being considered a part of the process oh Uh, she's just blatantly lying and and, you know (laughs) look crazy this is the only defense she has here because this was uh, you know stolen election talk was the purview of the left for the past half century every election in my adult life has been an election uh, when the Democrats have lost it that they have claimed it was stolen. Every single major election. This is what they've done every single time. And it was the right that had never really done it. I mean, I don't remember Republicans ever saying elections were stolen. There may be a couple of examples uh, here and there, but but I don't remember that ever being a big part of the, of the right's analysis of elections. Our, we would always say stuff like, oh, you know, look, when we, we lose, we, we don't burn the city to the ground. We, we just, you know, move on with our lives and continue to fight. That's always what it was. Now, obviously, that's changed here in the last couple of years and that a lot of people on the right do believe that's happened in 2020. But, like, they can't deny that this was the a central part of their movement for a half century. But, right. yes, yet they do. Every time. She said it. Over and over and over and over again. And she said it in a m- bunch of different ways. So in case you were worried that maybe she slipped up with one of those. Like if she just said, you know, actually we won. Maybe you'd give her a break on one comment right. off the cuff. She said it like 50 times there. Yeah, I'm the real governor of yeah. Georgia. I just didn't get to have the job. Right. Like what are you talking about? You know, you, you elections are run over a set of rules. Like there is a legitimate argument to be made that... Be, you know, especially because of COVID, a lot of rules were changed going into 2020 that that gave advantages to Democrats before the election started. The rules were set, and those rules gave advantage to Democrats. Now, you can say that that's what you can p- picture to be a, a a stolen election, but elections go are supposed to be run through a set of rules that are agreed upon beforehand. And she might think that all the felons in her state should be able to vote, but that wasn't the law. I'm sorry. You don't. Do it. That doesn't mean your election was stolen. That that was the law at the time, and she honestly, in some of those, goes well beyond that and basically says they just stole the votes. She goes as far as you know, Sidney Powell, in half of those statements. Well, let me just say this, Your Honor, I did not rob the bank. I just collected the money that should have been mine. Because companies should have been giving me this right. money. Yeah. And I'm just collecting that money. No, you robbed the bank. And that's and you're and that's only a, a legitimate analysis of about half of those statements. The other half, <laughs> she just straight out says it was stolen. 
she straight out says it's not she's not even making the justification that the law should have been different or felon should have been able to vote. she's just saying she won and you know this idea that you can just do that and then remember this wasn't we went with terry mcauliffe when he was running against youngkin we went back and played all of his clips mm-hmm. of him saying every oh, major yeah. election that was close was stolen yep this is what democrats have done forever we played all those, but they some of those went back to nineteen, you know, or you know, nineteen ninety nine, two thousand, uh, two thousand four. This was two thousand eighteen. This was the last election b- before the twenty twenty election that the left says is the worst thing of all time because people keep saying it was stolen. This is their candidate. They chose her. They've promoted her as the savior of the party, and she has run a four year campaign saying her election was stolen. <laughs> All right, so why is it important that you go out and vote? Well, have you seen the price of bread and milk and everything else? I'm guessing yes. Have you seen the price at the gas station? I'm guessing yes. What is causing that? I'm going to give you another log for the fire that should make you know every American go, oh, wait a minute, that will definitely make it worse in 60 seconds. Fortune does not, in fact, always favor the bold. Ask anybody who, you know, thought they didn't need cybersecurity, only to find out later that, uh, yeah, they had their identity stolen by some eager uh, cyber criminals. In fact, there's a story out today. Where is this story? Um, There was a big, uh, I don't have it here. There was a huge... uh, robbery if you will of uh, by cyber criminals of a list of names and uh kind of a problem kind of a problem because a lot millions of people now have had their their identity stolen do you know if you were one of them you probably won't know until it's too late Everything is online right now. Get 25% of your off uh, of your subscription uh, right now at lifelock.com/beck. Okay? Just go there now. You'll get 25% off. They will they have safety measures to try to keep you safe. Uh, if they can't prevent it cuz nobody can prevent everything, uh, they have access to a restoration team for you so you can have your information restored. No one can prevent everything, but I'm telling you, this is a real threat. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with promo code BECK. We, Tanya and I have had our butt saved several times by LifeLock. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK. Save 25%. LifeLock.com. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at GlennBeck.com. Hey, Janet Yellen had something great uh, that she announced yesterday. Uh, Cut three, please. To advance this objective, Treasury is announcing a new nearly billion-dollar contribution to the Clean Technology Fund. And the Biden administration remains committed to boosting international climate financing to over $11 billion by 2024. Oh, wow. In addition to abating emissions, countries must also build greater resilience to climate change's impacts. This is great. So 
we, let me see if I have this right. We are just giving the globe a billion dollars to fight climate change. And uh, and then we're going to underwrite loans up to eleven billion dollars. That's fantastic. That, that let me tell you something. That spending that's worth paying extra for milk every day. Oh yeah, because it could turn into something. It won't, but, but in it theory, could. It could. It could. And we know it will turn into more inflation. Uh, if you you missed our look at the uh, national debt and how critical it is right now that Americans pay attention to it, make sure you get the podcast uh, today. Uh, and listen back to uh, our number one. Also, there was a debate between Kelly and Blake Masters yesterday. This is a 19-second cut. Go ahead, roll that, please. We're, we're, we're working to raise Border Patrol pay by 18, 18%. I've got legislation to do that. I've been focused on the border since day one. Okay. You, I, you know, we have no great effects because we have a wide-open southern border. So if that's the best you it, can do, I respectfully request you resign. Been, and let's get someone in the seat who will actually secure our border. <laughs> a Masters, I think, took Kelly apart. Really? Yeah, I, I think surprised. he did really, really well. Um, he did not look like a maverick at all. Yeah, I, that, he, this maverick thing he's trying to pull off, no. I understand why he's trying to pull it off. But I mean, if anyone could pull it off, it would be cinema. Kelly yes. was was literally on on board to that. vote for the three, four, five trillion dollar build back better I plan. Know. Forget the small one he I wound know. up voting for anyway. Yeah. Masters took him apart on that too. Oh, good. He's like, I, I have respect. I disagree with cinema, but I have respect for her because you don't know how you vote. You don't know how she's gonna vote. You I can tell you yes on anything Biden asks the for. The Glenn mm-hmm. Back program.